All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another week on the Ope I Did It Again podcast with Rachel and Tanya. And Hello. we also have another guest, a third guest in a row, actually. Yes. That might be our guests record. Guests on guests. <laughs> but we did have a lot of solo episodes, so yeah, I guess this kind of makes up for it. But we are joined by family, true family. By true my family. my youngest sister, Abby, is joining us tonight to get the younger generation's perspective yes. on dating in the Midwest. You've been listening to two old ladies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. that's Midwest, though. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I, I don't, you still live in the Midwest, even though you are in the same area of the state that we live in. We yeah. yeah. Midwest yeah. of the country, not of Michigan. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Rachel said, you've had to listen to two old millennial women bitch about how awful it is. <laughs> so let's bring in a young, a youngin. A young something, mm-hmm. young 20 something, right? Yes, um, we are not 20 something. <laughs> to hear your perspective. So Abby's been begging to be on the podcast. We thought we would oblige. <laughs> so here we are. So Abby, mm-hmm. why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast family? Again, however you would like to. You want, we always, again, we, our guests like to sometimes do Hogwarts House astro- astrological sign, but however you feel like comfortable addressing yourself, introducing yourself. Say hello to the podcast fam. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Tanya's youngest sister. Um, I would say, though, so my astrological sign is I'm a Sagittarius. And my Hogwarts house, I am a Slytherin. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense to me. 100% yeah. makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, I can see it. Yeah. I don't think I fit in really anywhere else. I don't know if I, I could probably fit in Ravenclaw, maybe next, but I don't think. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of similarities between Slytherins and Ravenclaws sometimes yeah. too. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. my my five celebrity crushes. Mm, you're gonna dive yes. right in. I love uh, it. Yes. yes, I love celebrity crushes. Um, so my number one is Tom Holland. If anyone knows That's anything about me? I love Tom yes. Holland. Like him and Zendaya, iconic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, I also feel like just to say quick, this sets up perfectly the gen z conversation or about because i feel like I so, yeah. tom holland and zenday are almost like the gen z power because mm-hmm. neither of them are gen well they're right on the cusp of gen z yeah, right? they're, they're, i think they're both but like I, 95s but i feel really like awesome. gen z has co-opted like they're a gen mm-hmm. z power couple you know what i mean mm-hmm. a little bit anyway mm-hmm. sorry go ahead oh, okay <laughs> um and then it would be dylan o'brien mm-hmm. uh charlie hunnan you know who that is yeah I'm google it I was, like, I was just i was familiar. honestly just thinking too when you said that i was like she's really going to listen to oh. all the gen z babes <laughs> but then okay. charlie Hunan and not so he, what, yeah sorry i don't know why yeah, he's in, like, yeah sons, of sons of anarchy yeah Graham and he did king arthur yeah. yeah i mean he's yeah he's hot yeah he's hot he's hot um then it'd be timothy chalamet you are li- okay just keep going <laughs> and i then, mean um, charlie hune is like 40 he's not it's not like he's super young yeah he's yeah. a little anyway, old, sorry, yeah. Go old ahead, for me but yeah he's still a good looking mm-hmm. man yeah and then i would say dominic sherwood okay wow i was really expecting someone to come up who did not so <laughs> why did we even have you on the podcast abby well you guys talking about like uh Oh, Jack Harlow, obviously. Oh yes, <laughs> I love Jack Harlow too. But he did Lupita right now, I think. And oh, I do think I'm. Or is that or is that Pete Davidson that's dating Dua Lipa? I feel I like either think it's of Jack those, Harlow. I believe one hundred percent. Gonna Google who's dating Dua Lipa. You're on top of Gen Z culture, okay, but honestly, I again, your top, your four of the five are like Gen Z babes. Like who you the internet loves, I feel like on a weekly basis of what I see. Like Dylan yeah. O'Brien. <laughs> Except wait, who was this last guy that you said? Dominic Sherwood. He is in do you know the um Taylor Swift music video? Oh, what I don't remember what the song is. Oh. It's, it's like when she's got like the mirror kind of thing. She's on like the lake. Is it a new one? No, no it's not her old. He dated one. Sarah Highland, apparently, from um this other guy yeah what sorry yeah dominic dominic Dominic, yeah yeah he's in oh i'm trying to think of what taylor so he's like a model style he was in style yes he was in style he's the boy in style okay and he also plays one of my favorite fictional characters in a tv show called um shadow figures 
Okay. Yeah. Nice. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're already setting up Rachel for disappointment because you didn't mention Jack Carlo, <laughs> but I guess it's fine. <laughs> Rachel won't be able to move on. Is, he, is Jack Carlo it. even in your top ten anymore? Like, if you really had to think about it, he's always floating. <laughs> I just find him very charming, and I think that's fine. That is fine. I'm not judging you. It's, it's not a place of judgment, but curiosity, right? <laughs> but no, he's probably not top 10. I feel like there has been a lot of, like, I guess it's just because we went through award season. So like everyone's yeah. been out and about. So like there's just new clips of of everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, but then you have to obviously now tell us your sexual awakening. Mm-hmm. So I really... I really didn't know who this was like I was trying to brainstorm this at work with my coworkers the other day because <laughs> I was like telling them I was gonna be on a podcast and I was they were asking me like you know who who is it and I was like I really don't remember like the first time I was ever like yes like you mm-hmm. are cute like the mm-hmm. only two times I really remember that was either Nate Nat or Nate Wolf from the Naked Brothers band <laughs> when I was little. See, this should this should be a question for Gen Z. Call, like, are you a Gen Z or are you a millennial? Mm-hmm. This right here. <laughs> or um, Jim Hawkins, like, an- he's an animated character. He has your planet. He's the main character. Uh, hmm. And this also confirms this, my theory of like who your sexual awakening is has a direct correlation to what kind of guys you like or what not guys what kind of just people in general mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. I do think that there's some kind of a oh for sure yeah yeah I mean it's 100%. like literally like when you track it back and like when you think about what what like stood out to you in your very formative years like that absolutely then plays out and how how you're attracted later on like, yeah yep this makes sense to me 100 percent to me mm-hmm. is there anything else introduction wise or are we good um I don't know if this is important to say but I do work in healthcare. yeah so mm-hmm. I do think my she's day life she's a is caring a lot, girl <laughs> is a lot different yeah than mm-hmm. I would say most people's because I also do work night shift mm. yeah that, is that actually is so, interesting yeah 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 so I do work night shift so usually when people are like kind of like out and about I'm either sleeping mm-hmm. or I'm at work yeah that can definitely I yeah all right. Well, that is something to keep in mind as we dive into mm-hmm. conversations, because, yeah, that that's definitely a huge challenge. So one of the reasons why we wanted to talk to you, well, I mean, there's many reasons, but one thing that I'm most curious about is like, let's go back to our very first episode, Rachel, and we talked about dating apps, or I guess I technically our second. I barely remember. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> but I am curious, like, so we lived together during the pandemic, zero out of 10 wouldn't recommend living with your youngest <laughs> sister <laughs> during a global pandemic but you know we're here we're fine um, but we like I do remember us having some conversations about dating apps and stuff while we were living together you know as at that point 20 somethings and I do think like even now in conversations like there is a different culture like there is a different way that y'all approach dating apps because if I really thought about it, as I, I was preparing for this episode like y'all only really ever know dating with dating apps Mm -hmm. and like not saying that you and I Rachel like have a lot of experience outside of dating app like but like in high school dating apps existed when you were in high school right like yeah I think like Tinder came out when I was like a senior or junior yeah but like not that I mean high schoolers were using it but like that's I mean I feel like that has informed so much yeah of your generation especially because that was really one of the main reasons main I don't know you do you know what I'm trying to say though like yeah so just thinking like what are some things off the top of your head like what are some dating how do you set up a dating profile what are some red flags that you see in dating mm-hmm. profiles that you don't like yeah uh okay well so I've only actually like had like one relationship my entire life Mm-hmm. I was in high school with a high school boyfriend. Yep. This is and a then... safe space for that t- sort of experience, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> a very Midwestern experience, I would say. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. But ever since high school, I have not dated anybody until now. And I'm currently still not dating anybody. But so I got like a dating app. I think I got like, Tinder when I was like freshman in college because one of my right. girlfriends was like, oh, like just download it. Maybe it'll like make you feel better. Maybe you'll meet some guys. I was like, okay, like mm-hmm. sure literally like the amount of boys that don't know how to like text 
or don't really know how to like start a conversation, even just like a normal conversation. Right. Is like very surprising to me because me like comparatively to like my ex, we talked like very normally, even when we first started this. Like I literally messaged him on Facebook because he had mold all over him when I worked at a rec center. <laughs> and I asked him if he like got pneumonia or how the mold was doing. <laughs> Because it was so, it was like covered his face, and right. that's how we started talking, and like it wow. was sparked yeah. ever since. What a, that is quite a pickup line. <laughs> yeah, did you get, like, did was, you get was, pneumonia? Like, Abby, no, it was Junior Abby. <laughs> yeah, pick up a younger boy. Wow, <laughs> but yeah, like it is. I have wondered too. Slight generation, but like generational issue, but like men don't know how to talk right like we have yeah. talked about this all the time men it's cool to hear and their communication like... skills are subpar mm-hmm. and i do think too that there has been some do- like research showing that that gen z especially is lacking in like communication skills on some level because mm-hmm. so much of their life has been on social media and virtual and such like that so i also like is it compounding issue like men don't know mm-hmm. how to talk but gen z men and younger really don't know how to talk yeah yeah <laughs> like do you know. so like but when you look at a guy's profile like what are some red flags like we've talked about what our red flags are for dating but like what are you like what are yours um I would say no fish photos yeah absolutely not yep um honestly I would say anything like country is not my vibe like at all like <laughs> you know like the big like like someone asked one of my coworkers actually asked me that she was like what do you mean like you don't like country and I was like didn't you grow up in the middle of nowhere and I was like yes I <laughs> yep. did yes precisely but I feel like there's a difference like the country up here is different from like the country like in the south or like mm-hmm. like out in like mm-hmm. Montana and stuff like I don't like the country over here <laughs> yeah like it's like the wannabe country voice to me and I'm like no just because you drive like a Ford 150 and you maybe bought a $300 boots does not mean your country yeah or that you listen to country music right so if it's like boys from over here and they're like country mm-hmm. like absolutely mm-hmm. not yeah which is unfortunately quite a few of them because again yeah. Michigan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. i mean like they're like i've just i can't sorry that i'm about to like not all michigan men in this i do feel like you can be like real country whatever that means in michigan right like you can be yeah, very rural. Sure. You can be doing like country things, but there are a lot of trucks in Metro Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that and that feels perhaps a bit of a, a mixed message. But I mean, I think Abby, you and I, like out of our siblings, like that makes sense to us. Like, mm-hmm. makes sense to me that you, we. I mean, I wouldn't say that I would really. Cowboys would not be the top like stereotype of a man that I would date, even though yeah. <laughs> recently I've really been on a George Strait kick for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I am like that cowboy can take me away any day um so like I do understand that like there is a level of like when you've grown up around it like that kind of masculinity maybe is kind of like no like just not not really my thing so. yeah like I think I definitely like more and I know we've talked about this yes I like more feminine men oh, yeah that's like mm-hmm. the correct yeah. way to say it yeah that's fine yeah I like boys who men I need to say men I like men that put a lot of effort into themselves into their mm-hmm. appearance and like how they portray themselves like to society yeah because mm-hmm. I think like that is very important because I put a lot of pride in how I look all the time yeah and I really want that like in a partner what do you, why do you think that that's important to you um I don't really know honestly I think it's more just like how like I grew up and like issues I had with like friendships mm-hmm. and like a lot of like lacking confidence and then when I went to Mm -hmm. college I kind of like learned how what I want to be how I want to look and what like I think I want like in that relationship aspect so do you think it's like a confidence Mm -hmm. thing like when you see a man who's well-dressed you view them as confident yeah I would say that Mm -hmm. I would say I feel like they are confident and I think it gives me like more confidence in myself too is it like confident in them then I can be like confident in me too. It's like a second, it's like a support thing. Like mm, you mm-hmm. are confident, so I'm going to be confident in me. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Rachel and I've talked too, like I definitely appreciate a man who can put pieces of clothing together that look nice. Yes. Like, 
Yeah, I appreciate like wearing a bit of effort and a t-shirt all the time. Like, no yeah. offense to men who do that, but like, mm-hmm. I definitely appreciate a man who at least puts somewhat mm-hmm. of an effort into his appearance, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but what else about dating? Like, how do you make your dating profile? Like, what do you try to put on your? What's your strategy? Profile? Yeah. What like, pictures what are you? What pictures are you using? What's your? Yeah. What's your bio? I like pull up my dating profile right now so you guys can like like which one do you want you want tinder (laughs) you have all which one do you use which one do you use the most what's your favorite I I hate bumble bumble is an absolute no for me really what about why not bumble I never know what to say to guys like yeah one of my friends Stella she Mm -hmm. went on she went like five dates no I'm sorry she went on a date every night of the week one week Mm -hmm. Jeez. Yeah, like I was impressed. Yeah, it was like literally, I didn't pay for dinner all week, and I was like, "Girl, oh. how, like, how do you do like?" Yeah, and she sent me. She's like, "I literally go on Bumble and I just say like, I'll, okay, I'll be your girlfriend,' and like that's how it always works. Like that's how I always get on dates, and I go on dates with guys. And like she has a boyfriend now that she literally used that exact same sentence on, and now they're dating. Yeah. Like, they've been dating for like almost a year now. Damn, like coming up on a year this summer." Wow. Go off, Stella. I mean, I will say, like, so what's funny is that you say you don't know how to talk to, you don't know what to say to men, and then you were just saying, like, oh, men, men don't know how to talk to women. (laughs) I have seen that joke on Facebook, like, on Instagram and stuff of, like, Mm -hmm. that women give men so much shit for not knowing how to start conversations on dating apps, (laughs) but you go on Bumble, and you look how women start conversations, and I'm like, you know what? It's true. I don't know how to, like, because you just say, hey, that is boring, but then you really funny, like, I don't know. This pneumonia thing really stands out to me. I really think that's the way to to start conversations. You got to ask men if they got pneumonia, whether they're covered in mold or not. You just got to go straight for the the pneumonia. I mean, I think the key thing is, is that there's not really a one way that you can talk to men or women or anybody really, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think like if you're funny, some people will catch up, like will appreciate the funny. Yeah. If you just are simple, some people are like, that's fine because all that's the energy I have. Like, I think- that it, you just have to, unfortunately, like, it's all playing a numbers game, right? Like, yeah, truly, that's whatever. what I was going to say. It's all a numbers game. Yeah. I mean, like, I think you also, like, part of the profile is, like, you got to take your cue and, like, you got to use your social skills to be like, I bet this person would appreciate this. Like, I think that's, yeah. Yeah, I would part say. Part of the understanding. Of the, maybe the best suggestion I would have for people is if they have, a, that's probably, sorry, this is like an interconnected issue by looking at their profile and asking them a question specifically about something on their profile and making a comment about it. I do feel like for me, that has probably worked the best in the past. And I appreciate it the most Mm -hmm. when guys start a conversation that way. Right. But the problem is that men make shitty profiles and especially like on Bumble, if you're like, you don't have anything about yourself on here. How am I supposed to even start an engaging conversation <laughs> with say? you about pneumonia and mold if you're not How putting anything? Whip. Yeah. Oh, so. no. You know what's really annoying is when they do like one picture, but it's a group picture. Yep. Yes. And I, yep. I'm like, which one are you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Again, I will always go back to just ask your stupid guy friends to take a picture of you. It's not yep. that embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my dating. This is my hinge profile. Okay. You in the wild. In the wild. The best way to ask me out is by naming a time and place. Direct. Mm. Like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. You hanging out, crowd surfing, more selfies. You want to grab drinks. Picture with a friend. Selfie. Selfie. So your approach is mostly selfies. Yes. Okay. Do you feel like that works? Um, I get likes, but uh-huh. like, because on Hinge you can like pick the pictures. Yeah, right? or you can yep. like like the, or you can comment on them. Yep. But my problem is, is that they will like comment or they'll like it, and then they'll send me a message, and then I'll reply, and they won't say anything back. Yeah. Yep. That's like how it is, and I'm like, I'm like, you just instigated this conversation. What are we doing? Like, what, are we, like, what are we doing here? Like, yep. I don't understand what we're doing here. Yep. So yeah, that's like my big thing. I'm like, like, I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, you literally just asked me on a date, but like, where are we going? Right. And then Don't they won't reply like for like two weeks, or like they'll never reply. It's like the distance that like 
so what dating apps do for us is like on the surface connect us more right like you could be at your house getting asked on a date like alone in your living room but then yeah. also it creates this market of like are are people really there like if you're if you're used to the internet where you can just look at things and like things without engagement then like doesn't the dating app sort of just create that similar space where you can be like mm-hmm. yes this is good looking and I like it yeah. and I will like it but I'm not like doing anything else I think it's such a funny such a weird gray space that they are so I guess as somebody who has grown up in a world with dating apps being at the forefront and again like we have two like I'm not trying to say it's not like I went on dates in high school without dating mm-hmm. apps or like yeah. I didn't happen um but I guess just thinking about what do you what do you think the overall impact dating apps have had on relationships and dating in your generation and our like we can talk about our generation what do you think so I I actually don't like dating apps like right like period mm-hmm. like I hate dating apps I trying not to go on dates from dating apps if mm-hmm. that makes sense like I would so much rather go to the bar and if I see a cute boy like I'm gonna go up and talk to them mm-hmm. like, that's just my and you do that often yeah I do that okay, okay. I actually do that okay because I would we can so talk much about rather, that in a minute I would so much rather get to know somebody <laughs> like in person and like if they are like especially surrounded by like their friends mm-hmm. that makes like a huge difference to me like on like dates I've been on and like I've been on like double dates or like we've met up with their friends Mm -hmm. and I can like totally see like a full personality like switch and I'm like I don't really like this and I think dating Mm -hmm. apps like at least from like my perspective and my friends like some of my friends they've had boyfriends and we've like literally found their boyfriend's dating profiles like on our single ones and we're like, is this like real? Is this mm-hmm. not like, is yeah. this like an old profile? Yeah. And Which I always is suspicious that they try to say, oh, it's an old profile. There are, you can delete your profile like so it's easily. Not that hard. Like, it's, yeah. It's so easily deletable. It's that's mm-hmm. no, that's not an excuse to me. Like that mm-hmm. you're lying about something because I'm sorry, that's weird. Yeah. We actually like tested it out one time with one of our friends, one of my friends that like yeah. my friend's girl, boyfriend did not know. Mm, yeah. And she had like a boyfriend and he was there with us when we did this. Yeah. And we set like her location at one mile and he lived like yep. five minutes away and they matched pretty quickly. Yeah. I uh, would say <laughs> that overall dating apps have not done dating a good service it, they've done dating a disservice is what I'm trying to it's say. Like, like isn't it's so tough though like every single wedding I've been to in the last five months started on a dating app like I know it, but I just I don't know it's maybe like a pros cons list right like I because again I yeah, understand that so yeah. many of my friends too have like met significant others on dating apps but I just think about like maybe the overall impact that it's having on our society yeah. like yeah, like I guess I wouldn't, getting- I don't know if I would say like, it's a net positive, like that's yeah. the overall is, but I think like, I wouldn't pin that on just dating apps. It's like yeah. social media overall yeah. is a problem. Yeah. So maybe that, maybe that's what we need to talk about next is because I do think the combination of social media and dating apps is toxic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I really mm-hmm. do think that those two things are having a negative impact not even just like relationship, like not oh, even just like, like romantic crumbling our democracy. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. to, we don't need to dive into all of the reasons why, but like specifically on romantic relationships. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think it's having a huge detriment, like, like mm-hmm. in ways that I think our society doesn't want to talk about and in ways I think we won't really know the impacts until we're our generation's a bit older, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that our generation and the ge- younger generations are doing a lot of healing work. Like, I think it's way more accessible, acceptable, to go to therapy and like to Mm -hmm. heal from our childhood and stuff but then I don't know if like we're willing to also examine like okay but having access to so many people all the time as not even just sexual partners but romantic partners yeah and what that means and like also in talking about infidelity like there's so many layers Mm -hmm. that I don't think that we've even quite as a generation yet reached to really talk about what the impact yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so speaking of social media I don't know if it's to blame Gen Z or if it's just to blame social media in general. Why are men, why are younger men all about Snapchat? 
or asking for Snapchats or asking for Instagram DM. Like, what do you know? Do you know? Speak for your entire generation. Well, okay. So to be fair, Abby's like right on the cusp of Gen Z and millennial. So I know you can't speak entirely, but. Also, she is one person and we should never (laughs) ask one person to speak for a large group of people. Except men on this podcast. Please. Yes. Except for men who are required to to speak for them for the entire group of them. (laughs) What's your thoughts on the whole, what's your Snapchat? I actually, so I had a boy ask me for my Snapchat. Like that was like one of the first messages. Yeah. Like he sent me and I said, all I said was, I don't like to use Snapchat. And he was like, he kind of got mad at me about it and was like, what do you mean? It's like the same as texting. And like, we, like, I was like, no, it's not like, like, I don't know. It was just, yeah. it was very like negative and like very upset that I did not want to use Snapchat that I yeah. would rather either text or just use the dating app to get to know mm-hmm. him at first before we yeah. like would meet up. Literally. I said, no, like, I don't really feel comfortable giving out my Snapchat. Like it's just something I don't like to do. Like I kind of think it's immature to give out Snapchat. Like I had it in my dating profile for a while, actually. If you use Snapchat as your primary form of communication, do not match with me. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't want to, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not in college yeah. anymore. I'm not in high school. Yeah. Like, like, if you want to deal with that, yeah. like, go find your 20-year-old using her fate mm-hmm. to get into all the, like, go do that. I guess mm-hmm. I just struggle. And maybe this is my, like, my millennial perspective, like, when I use Snapchat to communicate with my friends, it's not to have a long conversation. No, Mm-mm. it's not. It's, it is like, here's a one-off funny thing that my dog is doing, or here's me complaining about work. Like, mm-hmm. I, re- like, I will use the text feature once in a while, but I don't, like, and I have streaks going with friends, because, like, we'll, like, snap each other every day, but it is mm-hmm. not, like, that was never why I downloaded Snapchat to talk with friends. No. And so I just, I guess I don't know what the shit, if the shift really happened or if there's like a, like if these men, even women, again, I understand that women also ask for Snapchats too. If it's just like the generational shift, like they are using it for those long conversations, like, and that's why, but it's also like, why it's not there forever. No, it's only there for 24 hours Mm -hmm. at the max. And like, to me, that's just dumb. That's annoying. And I guess do not want to pour over your text conversations for years on end like right. the rest of us. God. <laughs> and I guess like I just can't get past the fact that in my mind when they're asking for my Snapchat, it's because they want nudes. And yeah. I don't like that's not even mm-hmm. always a thing, but I guess I just but, kind of associate it with that. Yes. Oh, and I will forever. <laughs> like yeah. it'll never. Exactly. Yeah, because back in the day, right. you couldn't screenshot in Snapchat. So that was like yeah. literally the point of it. You could also right. only send pictures for 10 seconds. Right. So that was the only reason to Which be is in fine Snapchat. Was to say, yeah, yes. Yeah. And like if you if you're sending it to a responsible person, you should not just send it to just anyone truly. But right. anyways, yeah, that was a good <laughs> use of Snapchat. But now you can screenshot away, you can send for infinity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's it's always going to be a bit of a yellow flag. Right? Well, yeah, a red flag for me. But the hard part is, is again, Anna, my best friend, her now fiance was like, yeah, I want to do Snapchat. Because in his mind, and I've asked him, he's like, I don't want to give some random girl my phone number. I mean, it makes sense. I, for me, this is, if a man in his 30s asked me for my Snapchat, I would definitely be like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, as the kids say. Yeah. So I could understand not wanting to give out your phone number to some stranger when you're in your early twenties. Mm-hmm. And again, like mm-hmm. I, we all know that I've had weird ass men text me after a while. Like I get it. Yes. But yes. It, there is, I don't know, I guess I feel like I have a better filter now at this point where I'm like, no, I feel okay giving my phone number out. Also, it's pretty yeah. easy to block somebody if they start being fucking yes. weird. You can report them for spam. <laughs> right. So I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I will, I don't think I've ever started a conversation with a guy over snapchat like i don't think I've, that's ever been like i've never been okay with that i, I also mm-hmm. think like for my experience with snapchat and like boys they use it to like like cheat yeah a mm-hmm. lot so because like mm-hmm. before like you couldn't like set it like to like view for 24 hours yeah it was just like it deleted right away right yep so like they wouldn't like to text because if they had a girlfriend they'd be like well who's who's abby like why is she texting yep. you yeah like yeah. who's this girl 
but like if you and you can like read the text and be like um why was she coming over here like right. why are you guys like talking like this yeah mm-hmm. but on snapchat like all that stuff's gone but now thanks to snapchat updating mm-hmm. yeah it's days for a full 24 hours so that was another reason i didn't like snapchat yeah was because like of past stuff with guys yeah mm-hmm. for sure but then Instagram is another story, I feel like. So, like, who cares about Facebook and Twitter, kind of? But with Instagram, there have been, like, a couple guys that I've, that have wanted to add me on Instagram or asked to. And it was either, like, right after we went on one date or, I mean, to be honest with you, some that I, like, matched with in Ireland before I moved there. And so I was like, I, I don't know, I... In normal circumstances, like 10 years ago, five years ago, I'd be like, no, you can't be my friend on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But now I'm kind of being like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what's the harm? Like, I don't know either because then then it adds, like, they can see things about me that maybe we haven't talked about yet or like my Mm -hmm. political views. So actually one story is there was this guy that I matched with over a year ago now. Like, he was not great. Like, let me be very clear about that. Like, he was not somebody that I was really that interested in. But I think he wanted to be Instagram friends. So I was like, fine, whatever. So we did. And then he went back far enough in my Instagram feed, like posts or whatever, like to watch a reel of mine where I made fun of a guy on a dating app who yelled at me. Oh, I remember know. this? I remember. This yelled funny. at me you for, date, for not wanting to date somebody that voted um, or didn't vote. Sorry. For, yeah. So it was like a reel I made about making fun of this guy. He went back so far and saw that reel. And he's like, what is this? You don't date men who don't vote? I was like, yeah, no, I don't. Like, I really, like, it's kind of a thing for me. And, and like, it came into this whole thing. And he ended up, like, blocking me and deleting. Like, this whole, like, and again, I was really not interested in this man. Yeah. But I was like, you are getting so triggered by something that you wanted access to. Like, I don't know. like, is that, like, is it working? <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you uh did that save you some time, I guess, in the end, that like yeah. it didn't have to come out later, but had the trip I've really been this is like a slight tangent, but I've just been thinking about this like triggering situation that the people who truly who love to use the word triggered are also the people who are most often nonsensically triggered. Like you gotta people need a thicker skin sometimes a kid watching a drag show oh my yeah. god you better believe oh i'm god. gonna lose my goddamn mind oh over my it. god I'm my, gonna a kid being killed down by guns over and over again yeah. no that i'm chill, very chill with i'm very chill with that yeah anyway <laughs> but what like what about your like do you have much do you think snapchat is still like the main issue or do you have you ever had like any instagram like like weird messages on Instagram. Well, that's, or... I mean, that's a whole other topic that I know you and I like weird Instagram DMs and shit. <laughs> See, I've never gotten like weird Instagram DMs. Like I've gotten, I've gotten DMs from like, like the boys, like that I went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Abby, like, like literally it'll say, add me on snap and they'll send me their snap. And I'm like, Snapchat. It's everywhere. Well, I'm like, we've been friends on Snapchat. Like, yeah. I was like, we literally are already friends. And they're like, no, we're not. I'm like, I'm like, I can, li- you want me to show you your story? I can screenshot it right now and send it to right. you. That you posted two hours of you driving a, a tractor. Like, <laughs> I can send you that right yeah. now. But I've never gotten like weird, I would say, messages on like Instagram. I mean, like, guys like that want my Instagram, they'll send me like reels because they know I have like the cat. So they'll send me like cat reels or if they, yeah. Like, in healthcare, they'll send me like, healthcare reels that's like funny but like I've never gotten weird like messages from guys I've gotten like some like weird instances where like some of like the ex-girlfriends have tried to follow me Mm. but they've like never sent me messages or anything yeah but like but I'm like how do you know like I'm even like hanging out with him yeah that's weird yeah and I'm like like he like it's super weird yeah and I'm like why are you trying to like please do not follow me like yeah that's so weird like I've gotten that but the only weird messages I've ever gotten have been on honestly Facebook yeah Facebook's notorious Facebook. like I yeah. yeah yeah like when I worked at the gas station in college mm-hmm. I would get some very like horrific messages from men or I would get catcalled 
as I'm taking like emptying the trash bags at yeah, work yeah. by these men who are like 60 with like no teeth shooting up in our bathrooms oh. like yeah. those are the kind of messages we actually had to end up like this guy when I worked like when I was in college this guy actually left flowers on my car because he had like asked me out but he was like he was a couple weeks before Valentine's Day and he asked me like oh like what are you doing for Valentine's Day Abby and I was like oh I'm I'm gonna be here like I'm gonna be working you know like what are you doing like just trying to strike up conversation mm-hmm. he was a regular and I think he was like in his like early 30s maybe late 20s and I think I was like almost 21 at this point yeah and he was like oh like well do you want to hang out like, do you want to go on a date and I was like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like I'll be working. Like I already just stated that. Like, haha. And he's like, well, can I get your number? And I was like, oh, like I can't give out my number at work. Like I'm not allowed to. Like trying to play this off to be nice because he's a really mm-hmm. nice guy, but like absolutely but also... no. Well, then, like one day, my friend went out to my car while we were working on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and he brought in these flowers. And I was like, where did you get those? He's like, they were on your car. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, they were literally sitting on your car, no note, nothing. And we knew who did it. And, but we had no cameras like over there. Yeah. So we couldn't like prove he did it. Comes out like a year later, he finds me on Facebook and messages me and is like, well, I was told I was going to get banned if I admitted that I did it. So I lied. Yeah. Men are. <laughs> What's so frustrating is that, like, if uh, some men listen to this story, they'd be like, he was just trying to be nice. Like, what's the problem here? You've got to do a better job with signals. You've got to do a better job with signals. But then they would blame Abby for not immediately shutting it down as a 21-year-old talking to a man 10 years her age, right? That's what they would do. They would always blame it on women. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. it's the, like really the problem here is just men without a concept of like power struggle and like truly yeah. feeling like at risk with like safety wise like if you yeah. have no concept of being like truly fearful that someone is going to overpower you like it just mm-hmm. it, but it's and it's also one of those things where like those that behavior would be would be cute if you were dating him that's fine oh, yeah. like flowers on your car when you get out of work is adorable yeah. if you're dating that person yeah like (laughs) those are behaviors that you can do when you are in a relationship with another human being Mm -hmm. like or even you have received clear signals that this is welcome but I could see this is not me playing devil's advocate I will say on some level are we suck at sending clear signals right because we're told even as women you can't send clear signals we have to play Mm -hmm. these mind games right like we are kind of told this bullshit yes, too. Yeah. And if we do send clear signals that some men, again, I would argue not worthy men don't like that. They, that mm-hmm. men like the play, the chase, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the no, coy. I'm sorry. At this point, I'm too old for that. And like, that's why you said, like, you like to go up to men when mm-hmm. you see them at mm-hmm. bars and are pretty direct about it. Like I've done, I did that mm-hmm. back in my twenties. I haven't really done that lately. <laughs> but I I mean I appreciate that and like what is what have your what has been your experience doing that like being direct with men in person in real life those meet cute situations that Rachel and I dream about all the time that we love (laughs) um it's like it kind of depends like sometimes it works really well and sometimes it doesn't Mm -hmm. like usually I just go up and like if they're having a conversation with friends like a couple weekends ago I was out like at the bars and this guy had his tag sticking like out of his shirt like, it was very obvious, and I literally went up to him, and I went, like, I flicked it back in, mm-hmm. and it was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I just wanted to, like, fix your tag, but mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute, so I was like, this is a great conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he bought into it, and he was, like, talking to me all night at the bar. He bought me a couple drinks, <laughs> but, like, we didn't get each other's number or anything. We were just, like, hanging out, and yeah. Then, I mean, so th- I've had those nights before where you just have like mm-hmm. a kind of one-off, just a fun conversation with a hot man. At the a bar. little vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit soul fulfilling sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like guys normally like guys come up to me a lot more because like I have made it like some, like on my birthday, those boys that, <laughs> yeah. <do you> remember- <laughs> Rachel, do you remember on my birthday when we came out in Miss Vegan? Yeah. 
I, I'm thinking all I'm thinking about is Halloween, but I know that wasn't your birthday, but I jog my memory because I think it's like right there. It was like me and our my uh, our other two cousins. And my yeah, mom was that, and like, had, yeah. It was at Legends. Okay. Th- it's blending together with Halloween, but I'm remembering now. Yeah. Because your cousins were there. Yeah. Yeah. And like these boys, like they were like sitting across from me, my cousins, and they were like, oh, like, what are you like, what you guys want to play a game with us? And we were like, well, what game? They were like, well, come sit over here and we'll tell you. And I'm looking at my cousins. And I'm like, do we do it? And she's like, it's your birthday. Like, you want to do it? We can do it. And they really weren't cute. There was only one of them that was really cute. And I was like, sure. Like, why? Like, fuck it. Like, why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? So we go. Take a and they, they literally wanted to play rock, paper, scissors as a group. <laughs> as a group. I love that. As a group activity. Rock, paper, and, scissors yeah. as a group. The only cute one ended up having a girlfriend. Of course. God, love it. And of course he, he even did. said, like, one of his friends, they, like, knew it was, like, my birthday. Mm-hmm. And he, instead of asking me what I wanted to drink or, like, getting me exactly what I was drinking, he literally brought over a Long Island iced tea because he asked the bartender, what's a good girly drink? But he also brought over because I was drinking like triple jams. He yeah. brought over a triple jam for himself to try. <laughs> so stupid. And I looked at him and I was like, "Oh, I don't drink Long Islands. Like, I don't like these because I'm not fucking twenty years old trying to get truly wasted. trying to get or Jack. Um, this will be my second week shouting out Jacqueline Jones, who also is a monster <laughs> who has ordered Long Island iced teas in her thirties, like a psychopath. <laughs> Jackie stop it <laughs> but yeah no he like gave it to me and he was like well I thought it would be good and I was like well I'm not drinking it and I pushed it right back to him and I was like I'll drink the triple jam and he was like no I want it and he ended up not even liking it like he took one sip and was like ew this is gross but yeah. then he still kept drinking it and I was like dude like what is the like the only time I would drink a Long Island iced tea at this point is if I was already drunk on a beach some like a tropical beach like, it, I was like, oh, don't you know what? Taste, there's no tea. way to make it taste good. Like no. it, I can't even remember not, the last time I had one. And like, I don't why am I had one? Because mixing liquors makes me black out and yeah, gives me the worst true. hangovers of my life. Like, why would I pay money for that yeah. <laughs> in a glass? Yeah, like, I mean, this, I have. I feel like your two stories that, but... show the opposite of how men interact with women. One mm-hmm. being very creepy and not listening to signals, and one being a complete idiot and not listening yeah. to fucking signals. Like, but shout out to your tag guy. He kind of like evens yeah. it out a little bit. Like sometimes men can not be creeps. They have yeah. you have it in you, men. You really got to follow that instinct. I, but what I will say too, what's hard? I know what's hard for some of the guys because I've, I've I've had conversations with guys is they don't want to come off as creeps yeah which i get and appreciate yeah Yeah. so like they don't hit on women at the bars you know what i mean Mm -hmm. especially i feel like the older because i did feel like i when i was younger your age in bars like like that would happen now it doesn't happen as much Mm -hmm. and i don't really take offense to it or anything i don't care but it is i do wonder like the older they get like is it like i don't want to be that creepy guy be creepy yeah right but it is also like i mean there you know that there are ways that you can not be creepy yeah. when you like yeah. try to talk to a woman at a bar and I feel like even if I wasn't interested like if a guy I wasn't interested in but who was really nice about it like I would still be like hey like thanks yeah. not interested in a drink like I, I don't Thumbs know like, up. Doing good, I don't know bud. I get it I get it that some women can be very cruel and I yes. understand that yes. and everything but it is just like if you think a girl's hot at a, a woman is hot at a mm-hmm. bar guys like some like we should go for it, it. There are times we like hearing it. Mm-hmm. Do I need to hear it all the time that a guy thinks I'm hot? No. But guess what? Like, I I do like hearing it once in a yeah. while. <laughs> it's okay. I also say, like, per- thinking back to, like, uh, the safety factor. Like, if a girl's with her friends, like, probably a good time to, you know, go ahead and gas her up a little bit. Like, that's yeah. a safety zone for her. Yeah. But these By are tips herself, for our straight like, male listeners. <laughs> They're going right. to love this. <laughs> By herself, she waits in line for the bathroom. Like, maybe not. Walking to her car in a parking lot. No, not a good time. Not a good time for that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. It's not fun. I wouldn't, 
I don't, it, that's what I mean. Like, I think going back to the conversation about like, has it done more good than harm? <laughs> I just, it's not like dating isn't fun. And I don't know if dating ever was fun. Maybe we need to have somebody in the older generation come on and talk to us, right? Maybe. Like, I mean, honestly, that is, we're now we're missing that now yeah. that Abby has completed it for us on the younger end of the spectrum. Maybe we need to get a gen, a gen well, we we almost had a gen x on here and hopefully they will hear this and know who they are but did not <laughs> yes. get on here um, i feel like yeah if we get a gen xer on we can hear like did you enjoy dating like was it they, it would I be just... interesting to hear from them too because some of them would have been dating like right at the very like the end of their dating before they might have gotten married would have been like right as online yeah. like true online dating was starting like the true. sites before the yeah. apps so it'd be interesting to hear from them. But then a lot of them, I know, like if they are the type who were trying to get married, like did get married really before it started in, it would be, mm-hmm. that would be interesting and to hear from a boomer. Should we even try what's yeah, the life no, like for you. them? <laughs> I ju- yeah. I just think that so I know like one person, Except- one of my friends who's like, I don't, I didn't mind dating that much. And I can't, like, I like meeting people, like going on dates necessarily isn't the worst, right? But it's the whole process over and over and over and over and over again. That is so fucking draining of having to communicate with people, get to know people. Like, I like getting to know people over and over. To hear from a boomer how they do apps and like profiles. Oh my God, do we need that? That's like, that'd be creepy. I'd be scared. Wait, what's your, what is your age? What's your ages? What is your age? Yeah, what's your range? Um, my age is 24 to 31. Okay. okay. That feels good. Yeah. But okay. You ask my mom, I, sh- or my brother, especially, he would say me dating anybody over the age of 25 is inappropriate for me. What do you think his range is? Um, like 21 to like 29, probably. Okay. Yeah. I bet stuff isn't into 30s. None of that. That's no. fine. But I do believe he's probably like 21 still. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I feel like maybe it's gotten better. Like, I feel like definitely like when I was like first 21, he was still because I would see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I mean, I'm <laughs> like, I still see him sometimes on dating apps. Yeah. Which is like totally fine. Those are only two years apart. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, I saw cousins and stuff. But, like, that's the joys of someone of our kind of yeah. dating. You know? When I was home mm-hmm. one time, I saw a couple of our cousins and I was like, oh, no, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. You no might live me. in the Midwest, not the South. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Alabama. LOL. <laughs> so, Abby, how about we give you some a chance to share your worst dating story oh, for the podcast? Um, I know how much you love telling stories. What is, oh. what's your go-to bad date story? This is hard. I really you have so many of them, or <laughs> I mean, I really haven't been like on like a super bad date. Oh, wait, no, actually, I'll take that back. I have been on a really bad date. So it was right after like the new year, and I was like, let's go on a date. Like, why not? Like this new year, like 2023. Like, like 2023. Okay. It was like probably like the third of the year. So okay. It was like January 3rd. Mm-hmm. And this boy. We went out, I met him at like his apartment and then he wanted to drive us to dinner. I was like, okay, sure. But like, like he did not have like a plan of where we were going. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the place and it was like a two and a half hour wait of where he wanted to go. And I was like, absolutely not. So he literally like was driving and looking at places on his phone of like where to go. And I was like, don't you live here? Like, don't you like know any, like, if we went to like, you know, like where I'm from, like I could name like 10 good places to go eat. Mm-hmm. But like he was literally looking up places and I was like, okay, I'm scared we're going to get a car crash, but I'm just going <laughs> to be quiet. So then we end up going to like a sushi restaurant and I don't know how y'all are with like talking to like wait- waiters and waitresses, right. but he was mm-hmm. like talking to the waiter and like, I could like kind of tell he was making the waiter uncomfortable because he was like asking him like, all these personal questions like are you from here and does like your family own this and i was like why are you oh, doing this I'm assuming, was the waiter like of asian descent yes, mm. uh, yes. this was a white male a white male yeah. mm-hmm. and 
I don't know if this matters, but he was like a shorter male. Like he was probably like my height. <laughs> hey, now and we like short kings on this podcast. We do yeah, short appreciate kings, short yes. kings, but we love short kings. But I think he, in my opinion, I think he had very much like short king syndrome. So yes. he had to like, mm. I don't know if this makes sense, like buck up. Yeah. To make mm-hmm. himself seem better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But after dinner, we go and we were going to go see a movie originally. And I was like, no, I do not want to sit in a movie theater with this guy. <laughs> then there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let's go get a drink. Yeah. Still, he is looking up on his phone as he's driving, like, where to go get a drink. And I'm like, okay. So we go get a drink at this one bar. And I am not a touchy feely person, like, at all. Like, I'm not, I do not like being touched in public, especially. Mm-hmm. by people I don't really know. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. And this man, he is like looking at my hand because he wanted to see what my nails, what my nails looked like. And he was like looking at them and he literally like trying to give me your hand. But he's like looking at my hand, you know, like inspecting it. And then he literally goes like this. Uh, and he has like no. he like has my hand like sitting across like Tanya like this on top of the bar. So like readers, like class, yes, like yes, listeners for you, class. fingers entwined. Yeah, yes. I literally pulled my hand like this, and he is like, like, don't let go of my hand. I like went like this, <laughs> oh, no. and because I was yeah, so uncomfortable, I also I'm like, I do not like being touched. Like, yeah. I am not a touchy feely person. Yeah, like this is not like for me. Yeah. And he probably did this like three more times while oh, we are getting such... drinks. Oh. Yes. So I like that conversation we were just having about men needing to learn how to read signals. <laughs> like, if, like if you are explicitly told that's really not my thing. To like just you are not listening to consent. Like it gets worse. It gets it. worse. Oh my god. So then we go back to his car and, you know, he's driving me back because I'm like, I want to go home. I want to go home right now. Yes. I don't know why you would have let him drive him in the first place. Yeah. He was, he was, this is me this being is an older also, sister right now. This is also <laughs> weird. Like, he was so nice over text and, like, super mm-hmm. polite, like, mm-hmm. everything. Like, I get you. Like, yeah, like, totally different in person. And so we get in the car. This man grabs my hand like almost instantly again. And I'm just like, I'm just gonna like suck this up for this little drive and just like keep yeah. going. And he looks at me and goes, I actually think you like like PDA and like hand holding. And I'm just like sitting there like in agony. Oh my god. I want, like, to go home. And then we get to his apartment and he is like, you know, like if you like need to stay a little bit like if you're a little tipsy or anything like you totally can and I was like nope I'm fine like I'm good and yep. he was like well can I have like a hug and I was like yep and then he like mentioned something about a kiss and I was like I'm not I started looked at him dead in the eyes like I'm not kissing you and I got out of the car I walked in and my I got in my car left and he's like text me like you know when you get home and I call my mom on the way home and I'm like I'm like telling her about this mm-hmm. day and I'm like it was just kind of weird like he really wasn't respecting like my boundaries my mom's like well may- maybe it'll get better maybe he was nervous maybe it'll get better you know, maybe <laughs> my second date and I was like okay I'll try a second date before like I had to go into work and work like four nights in a row mm-hmm. and I don't really text a lot when I'm at work mm-hmm. or like when I'm working a stretch because I'm usually sleeping from about like 9 a.m to like 5 p.m yeah and I'm not really texting this man a whole lot and he probably sent me like three like sent me three times the same text asking if I wanted to hang out again Hmm. and I was like yes I've told you this before and I like yep like I'm just at work like I really can't like talk right now like maybe like you know when I'm done working we can figure it out like afterwards right I want to find these texts. Okay, here they are. You don't have to delete your texts ever? No, because these are juicy texts. That's what I'm saying. This is why you need it in a text and not in Snapchat. Exactly. This is, this is why I get their numbers. Um, But so he asked me, would you like to plan something for Sunday? I didn't respond because I was at work. He texted me again. That I know. Texted me again. Well, if you do, let me know. If not, wish you the best. I said... 
um, Sunday at 8.02 p.m. If I'm being honest, you made me very uncomfortable and I just thought it was very disrespectful to keep touching me after I told you I wasn't comfortable with it. So after some reflection, I've decided I don't want to see you again. Have a nice life. And this nice. man did not like that. Ooh. He got mad. He was like, it was just a joke. Like, like it wasn't supposed to be like that. Like, like, but like, good luck with everything. Mm-hmm. This man texts me the next day at like 5.55 in the morning. And so it says, if you do change your mind, my offer to take you out again still stands without that joke. You were a nice and funny gal. And I said, no, thanks. And he texted me again. I said, I really don't know how to make this any more clear. I do not want to go out with you again. I've taken it and stop contacting me. Yeah. And he got like mad. He's like, he was like, you need to learn how to be nice. Like the hint was taken. <laughs> and you only told me one time, like that you like, you know, like didn't want to hang out again. I, and I was like, I've told you three times explicitly. Like, like he was very like, like he did not like me telling him no. And it yeah. was just, I mean, it's pretty obvious that he doesn't like the word no because of the, how much he still the hand holding. Yes, like men. Uh, like again, this is not all men, but whatever is broken in your brain that when you hear a woman say no and you're like, mm, mm-hmm. that it's actually a yes. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's really not. not. It's really not. The tiny minority of women who have some internalized misogyny. And like, do mean yes when they say no is, it's a minority, tiny minority. The vast majority of women that you meet when they say no, they fucking mean no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't touch us. Don't talk to us. Don't do anything to us if Mm -hmm. we tell you no. Yeah, no. He did not understand that at all. Yeah, this is like my first time like ever meeting this guy like ever and I was like super I was very uncomfortable that's probably how that date my date would have went if I met up with that guy probably who called me a fickle bumblebee the bumblebee guy yeah yeah that's very similar energy Ugh, god that guy yeah not you gotta you just gotta listen to people especially if like what you want is clear instructions and then you're given them and then you still ignore them what are we doing what i'm doing here so dumb so gross dumb Dumb. well abby i think this is a good conversation sorry (laughs) i was trying to think of a better way to wrap up the conversation but (laughs) my brain is so dead after a long day yeah no I've appreciated this conversation I feel like generational healing occurred no I'm kidding (laughs) I just feel like it was good to like hear your perspective on Mm -hmm. things that like Rachel and I have talked about a lot on the podcast but also just Mm -hmm. in our personal conversations about what it means to dating everything but then see the impact that it's having I think even on other generations and Mm -hmm. yeah thank you for being here thank you for joining us having me i had so much fun like a like a life goal you've been on a A podcast i've been on a podcast check Mm -hmm. yeah i mean also abby and i have talked about a lot of these things anyway because even though we hate each other some days we also do have a lot in common and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that you were able to be here tonight to share your story and your perspective and Let's pray that none of us have to be on dating apps for much longer. Yes, yeah, true. I really freaking hope so because yeah. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Join the club, sister. <laughs> I will be. I will be a nun. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, that's it for now, folks. Join us again next time for a topic mm-hmm. and a guest maybe I don't know I don't know what our schedule is so I really don't know either because I was thinking I was definitely thinking like wait isn't this our last one but <laughs> no I look at the numbers I think like nope we're we're doing more yes we are um, We've got on a more. topic on a top, maybe maybe with someone in generations older than us we'll see we'll see what happens so mm-hmm. all right Abby all right. anything last minute words um if a girl says no, she needs no. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. That's what the name of this episode will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. All right, friends. Till next time. Good night. Good night. Bye.
If you're enjoying Ope I Did It Again, follow us on Instagram at Ope Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us. Tell us your stories. You can reach us at OpePodcast22 at gmail.com.